what is this show called? <laughs> rings of it's actually called Lord, Lord of the, the rings, rings. Colon Rings of Power. I'm not gonna say colon. 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 Aren't we all supposed to get colonoscopies in our thirties? <laughs> Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast that reviews movies and TV shows. Today, we are reviewing the first season of Amazon's biggest, most expensive show, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. I'm Ravi, as always, joined by my two brothers. I have been known by many names. Arjuna. And I'm Krishna. How? Wow. I don't even... You've completely thrown off my, my terrible flow. How... Long have you been working on that since ten seconds? Ten seconds? Yeah, I was like, I could do this, or I could do something with Sauron. I'm like, what does he say? Oh, he's like, I have been known by many names. I didn't remember any of the lines after that, but that's what I went with. Big, th- big thing, obviously, right off the bat, because we're reviewing the entire season. There's going to be spoilers galore. There will be theories galore. Sorry, I haven't seen it. <laughs> what the fuck are you on this podcast then? <laughs> just thought it would. Uh, you I just in wandered in. I was just like, this looks fun. This is nice. This is a nice little setup we've got here. I'll, I'll just walk in. Um, specifically, though, I bring that up because, you know, right off the bat, our main guy, you know, this this season has been very much like WandaVision, where every other frame, it's you pointing at the TV saying, that's Sauron, that's Sauron, that's the person of Sauron, that's going to be this person who talks to Sauron. Very much like WandaVision with Mephisto. They call it Mystery Box TV. Yes. That's the kind of the, the industry term, if you will, the... The mystery box, the mystery of it all that that drives a uh, a thing. Thank you, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> I am J.J. Abrams. Well, he brought us that term. J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. That, but but right off the bat, the show started out. You know, I texted you all and I did the eye emoji because within the first five minutes, we hear, "Hey there, stranger guy," or <clears throat> "Lord Sauron." Did anyone? Uh, was everyone taken for taken aback when that happened? Say what? <laughs> when the stranger was referred to as Sauron. Oh, 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 oh. Did you not watch the last episode? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I didn't. That I felt like that came later in the episode. It was, yeah, like it was in the first five minutes. It was like it felt like the first five minutes. It was like twenty yeah. minutes in. But yeah, I was like, no, nah, that can't be right. You you thought it was a bluff? Yeah, I was like, they've just they've they're misidentifying this guy. This guy's not. This guy's not all bad. Yeah, I I was taken aback for like half a second. I was like, wait could like i you know you, it forces you to real quickly reframe the whole what you know how you've seen him this whole season and you're like oh have i been misled and then after like another half second you're like no they are probably wrong this is this isn't sauron this so. is just the homeless guy that fell from the sky exactly this is uh this is Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, the connection right this there. Is, this is stupid Gandalf. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> hey, he can talk. He's forming complete sentences. Yeah, he's got complete sentences. He's giving end. out his quite, you know quite a jump. Actually. He's giving he his goes, like you know his his good uh, little pieces of Gandalf advice by the yeah. End. Like Always we, follow with your nose. You, yeah, the first time you see him speak, he, he's not or you know he's like making guttural sounds, and now he's giving like full-on textbook wisdom it's quite the uh it's quite the jump down i think it was in the actor's clause he's like i have to be talking full sentences by season (laughs) one it was the cult that did it right like because they were like 
open his eyes. I think whatever. they started then, to. Yeah, they started to. It seems like, and then totally. that that helped him uh, speak English. Well, remember. he he, he was he was forming full sentences earlier in the season. Obviously, they weren't. I would. They were not the level of like wizard philosophical type sentences, but sure, he was still able to like you know articulate or say what he wanted to say and and, and kind of help where he needed to help. Um, but you know, looking at the entire season as a whole, and obviously this being kind of like our big recap of the whole season, how would you describe it in one word? Ooh, is it? Has anybody done their homework and figured that out, or we going with a little gut? Gut, gut reaction here. We could, you know, it could be both. My Well, I'm going to go first because oh. I already got mine. Oh, well. Good for you. Excellent. Money. <laughs> 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 this show has been straight up money in the sense, you know, using it as like an adjective where it's like really top notch, really well done, visually stunning. And then you realize that's because a lot of money was put into this. And you know what? Props, props to them. I think... There was only maybe one. Actually, you know what? I can't even remember of one like bad CGI where I was kind of taken out. Where I was like, this is so bad. I have to stop being uh, immersed in this in this world and, and look at how terrible it was. That did not happen at all. There were definitely wow. you know some filler episodes here and there. But even those still ended really, really well. So yeah, the, the show was straight. The whole season, straight money. Wow. Straight I cash, like homie. Yeah. Yeah. Randy Moss. I wish I had uh, some money to just like. Like one of those <laughs> yeah, little money guns. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, that would have been. Uh, really the power good. of editing. The po- yeah, exactly. Rain some money. <laughs> Bad uh. money emoji goes here, 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 here. Christian, do you have a one word impression? Um, I'm going to get. Man, it's, it's just lame, but I'm going to say Halbrand. Uh, That's not a word. That's a, a name. name. <laughs> yeah, a name is a word. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say Halbrand. Um, I I mean, I'm gonna say it for a few reasons. It was like both my favorite and maybe least favorite part of the season. Uh, so I thought it was fairly obvious. Maybe by like episode three, maybe yeah, probably episode three is when I'm like, that's that's Sauron. Like that's or at least he's an agent of Sauron. He's just not who he claims to be. Um. So I saw, I just kind of saw that coming. Uh, so I didn't use the word, what, mystery box television? Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, like that mystery felt not so mysterious. That being said, I really, like the actor who plays Halbrand, I thought did like a really good job there of showing that transformation and uh, conveying sort of Sauron's ego and manipulation and uh and how they did it as well like with the effects like when uh galadriel and Sauron are on the raft and he just transforms his uh, you know i forget the exact words but he's like become Sauron, and he's like i you don't have a choice and uh i thought that was super well done and that that they didn't draw that out too much either um so uh so that's gonna be my word because that's that's the thing i remember the most about this season is sort of seeing Seeing them, you know, uh, show how brand and then show that transformation a little bit. I'm glad they didn't drag out these mysteries into season two, right? I think the two yeah. central mysteries of the show, as we were going through, were who is a stranger, who is how brand, right? And the popular theories were correct. You know, the stranger, 
even though he's not confirmed as Gandalf necessarily, we do know he is a, the Ishtar. He's one of the five wizards, right? Most likely Gandalf. Uh, and then obviously Halbrand being Sauron, um, being literally confirmed, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, to us like a couple times. So can I fight you on that one? Which one? Well, Halbrand being Sauron. Okay, <laughs> sure. Go ahead. <laughs> and the reason I want to... Okay, okay. And then, you know, and again, again, okay, again, hold on, hold on. And I want to... My disclaimer ahead of this is I've not read any of the um, any of the extra material beyond the original Lord of the Rings trilogy and The That's Hobbit. Right. Those are the only four books that Tolkien wrote that I've ever read. Uh, read, uh, read They've also... Read. They're also the only four books you've ever read. Yes, in my entire life. Yeah. And Star Wars Episode Three. <laughs> And the Thanos saga. Like, do comic books count? Because I've read a lot of comics. Yeah, I mean, they technically, you, you read words. They're picture books. They have They words. are picture books. They are heavily, heavy picture books. But anyway, books. My, my disclaimer of this is I've only read those four Tolkien books, so I am not super familiar with the... Um, appendices. Appendices or anything like that. And, and the other thing, too, is I think we should have said this at the beginning of the pod. You know, this pod is strictly on what Amazon has given us with Rings of Power. So in all that extra stuff... I hate to say it doesn't really matter when we are discussing this pod. Because we're not book experts. We're not book experts. And the reason I say all that is because Halbrand saying, you know, I go by many names, Sauron, et cetera, et cetera. There's also this guy, Adar, right? Adar. Running around. And we all thought, oh, that could be, a, you know, Sauron or Agent of Sauron. And he claims he kills Sauron. And there's all this, like, he's Sauron, she's Sauron, that's Sauron. I work with Sauron. I'm starting to wonder if, like, we're not being shown the real Sauron and instead we're just being shown followers and nut jobs that worship and idealize Sauron or work for Sauron. Like a cult. Like a cult. Because Sauron is very much, a, as is, like, Mogarth and what they do and, and how they've been explained, it is very cult-esque. So I do wonder if, like... Halbrand being Sauron isn't as necessary as straightforward. And again, this is more me just kind of throwing a wrench in that because why not? I think it would be a little strange for them to build up the whole Sauron. episode eight and like this is the Sauron reveal and the whole confrontation with uh, Galadriel um, to just be like, oh, just kidding. And yeah. I think there was so many clues being Halbrand is Sauron. I thought the biggest one was in, ep ep in episode six after the battle in the Southlands where Halbrand and Adar Adar have some of their confrontations and he's like you he's like, You remember me? That's what Halbrand says. And uh, Adar's like Who are you? Right. Like who? Yeah. He's like, Did I kill your you know, he wrong wrongly thinks that like, did I kill your family or something? And then you have the scene with Gladriel and and Adar and he's like, and I cut down Sauron. And then you see Halbrand pull Gladriel away. And then Adar is like, wait, who are you? Right. And then walks away. And that, to me, was a confirmation of, like, that is definitely Sauron. So like, that is definitely the guy he cut down. He's mad at this guy not because he killed anyone. He killed him. He cut him down. This is, this is the... This There's, is the confrontation. So is Sarah, that to me would be a little weird if they right, were just yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, just kidding." This isn't sure. But Sauron. I guess my my other question though, with like Halbrand being Sauron, is like the Sauron of this world. Is he kind of like Anubis in Stargate when he lost his 
corporeal form and was this floating black goo thing and taking he, people's bodies over? Like, is he a parasite? Or is he Gandalf. actually a physical... I think there's a clue. He's magical. He's Gandalf. The, the, I think the, the clue is that when the three magical ladies in white find supposed Gandalf, <laughs> right. um, they're, they suggest, like, we need to lift the veil, right? We need to restore the your veil. memory. You fell from the sky. And they think he's Sauron. So right. the implication there or the assumption is that they think Sauron's not going to have his memory. He is being some sort of like rebirth or he's uh, coming from a different place. So like reincarnated. So that's an implication, right? That's a... What Sauron that isn't like a mortal man. No, right? he's, not, he's not even an I elf. He's, he he's, and Gandalf like, are the same yeah. beings. They're like... Ish, these, they're Ishtar? These go- no, Ish- Ish- no, that's the movie. Yeah. They're like these godlike figures, right? Like they right. can take form... They can take human... They can take human shape forms... But they're beyond that, right? And like that's the whole manipulation part. Because you see, you now going back after seeing, you know, the revelation of episode eight, you can see him influencing all these different people to right. do all these different things. That wonderful things. I wouldn't say wonderful. I would just say he's doing these things to get what he wants. To you know, like him being injured, he wanted to go to meet Celebrimbor to influence him to make these rings, right? right. You Which know. we knew was we knew that from Lord of the Rings text that that was a, a thing that happened. Correct. Right. We know that the that he influenced Celebrimbor, right? And, and you Farazhan. could you could see that you so could see that in the immediate thing right. of no, like no, I get feeding that. into his hubris. I get you that. are the Celebrimbor. Well, I guess yeah. my follow up question and just to keep throwing things in here, just because we <laughs> we live on a physical realm, and that, that has nothing to do this, but. Halbrand being Sauron and Sauron having this ability and godlike thing to like take human form. Sure. Does that mean we're still going to see Halbrand in season two as that? I think I think or so. will Sauron ascend and become a bird? I I, I would say I would say yes because you have that closing shot of Halbrand at Mordor, New, New Mordor, right? <laughs> New door. Not Mordor, <laughs> Newdor. Is that where all the orcs are just nudists? Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's at Mordor, right? The, right, the freshly minted <laughs> Mordor. It's brand new property. It's got that point. nice ash smell. Yeah, it's brand new. Owner is just uh, vacated <laughs> recently. So I, I feel like that's setting up for season two potentially to be him versus um, Adar. Okay. Right, and to take o- take this, because, you know, it, we can presume that in the Mordor area, it's, it's Adar with... Those orcs and whatnot. Uh, Adar's his enemy, he said. Right. So you you would assume he's going to battle him in some way, and then the orcs Take will the become orcs. his. Take the orcs. I hope they do a Game of Thrones where we end up in season two being like, you know what, Adar's not a bad guy. I really am I'm rooting for him. In some ways, maybe we should. I mean, oh well, if he's going he wasn't trying Sauron. to be evil. He just wanted to be He wanted to make a home, home. for his children. His kids, yeah. Yeah. It's not the worst. Spoiler thing. alert. I also he wonder, loses. <laughs> I also wonder Sauron probably doesn't, or Halbrand, if he is Sauron, doesn't have all of his powers back. So I wonder, because again, that implication from the three uh magical people was uh, you know, you're gonna get your powers back. So I wonder if he only has a fraction of his power. So as we get more seasons, we're gonna see him grow not only in influence, but like literal power too. Will we get like new abilities and um, maybe that's why he's forced at this point in his journey 
to rely on things like manipulation and disguises because he's not he's not fully Sauron yet. He hasn't made um, the ring. Yeah, exactly. He well, the ring, so if, the if, ring if, is I, if I remember correctly, the whole point of the ring is to kind of hyper-focus his power, right? He put all his power into the ring when he made it. So uh, he has a lot of power. He's basically Gandalf for Morgoth, and he's reluctant to give up his mortal form. Like Gan- So Gandalf died and came back. That's basically probably near what Sauron does. I wonder, though, putting all of your power in your ring, right? So, like, you have all your power. Let's say you get defeated again, which he does. So when you come back in your new form, just throw the ring back on you, get to go. Well, yeah, that's what he's trying to do. That's that's the whole point of Lord of the Rings. I thought thought they explained it pretty well in the finale, too, when Celebrimbor is like the circular pattern of a crown, you know, and obviously a ring as well, um, like, creates, like... Infinite. Like an inf- yeah, an infinite, or it's it just like it, it's a stable form to like increase power. So it make it, it you know you get you get the hints there. It makes sense that someone's gonna you know get the ring, and that's gonna focus hyper focus his power, right? Um, and maybe that's why he puts all of his power into it because it like exponentially increases. Maybe so. I like that they explained that actually a little bit. Yeah, that was cool. Juno, your one word impression. My one word impression is going to be mystery. <laughs> okay. That's all I have. That's it. Thank you for your time. <laughs> okay. No, I, I right. think I think the show No, you said thank you for your time. <laughs> I think the show with with the mystery elements of it um was kind of the, the one of the biggest defining traits of the show in terms of who are these characters, kind of what's going on. I think the show kind of smartly knew that you had a bunch of different types of viewers, right? You had viewers that were familiar with the movies. You had viewers that were familiar with the books. You had viewers that were familiar with the books and the movies. And I I do suppose you probably had viewers, though probably not as many, that were not familiar with anything Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Uh, who might have been a little bit lost. But <laughs> what is this, Modor? <laughs> Modor. I want to find someone who had never seen Lord of the Rings Actually, or knew anything about it and watched Rings of Power. So it would be re- fascinating. Real quick, real quick. You you laugh at this, but I do know somebody that is not super... I had seen Lord of the Rings, but was not super familiar with like the locations. And you remember in episode six, which you know we'll, we'll, I'll just say it right now, my favorite episode was episode six because of the big reveal at the end with the, you know, using science to create water. And yeah, water. that whole the sequence, great. But at the very end, you know, they launched the volcano. We were all texting and saying, oh, my God, there's Mordor. Holy shit. But it's not until episode seven that the title comes up and says Mordor. Yeah. And I know somebody that watches the show and was like, oh, my God, that's Mordor and just did not put the two together. Right. So. I think it's fascinating that even though some people have seen Lord of the Rings, yeah. that not everyone is like yeah. nerd. Uh, but I am curious now that the, the two biggest mysteries have kind of been answered for this season, if they will continue this mystery box formula for season two and beyond, or if the show will kind of take a different shape in terms of, you know, it was, it was a pivotal part of the show. Um, not just for like online speculation, but even the show itself. Like they played with expectations of 
Who's through who? these characters and, and their mysteries, right? And now that those have kind of been answered, will there be new characters that are introduced who also have mysteries? Or it, does the show take a different form? I think it'll keep a similar format because we still, you know, episode seven ended with the shot of the bell rock, you know, having a giant fart. Uh, <laughs> there's also, you know, the king um, freaks out on Isildur's sister. And then she goes up and, you know, in theory, probably touches the, the orb that gives you a brain issue. So, you know, th- there are those things that are still, like, an- unanswered in terms of what happens. Also, there's the whole thing with Isilador. The roof Is fell on him. Is he still alive? We, That's a great like, question. It's a really good question. I was really confused when these last two episodes didn't go back to that at all. Yeah. I mean, to me, honestly, confusing. that's the bigger cliffhanger is the – because we know from Lord of the Rings that Isildur cuts off the hand of Sauron, which, by the way, in episode seven, six or seven, you know Halbrand and Isildur are like, stop, stop. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're in oh, the yeah. same sh- – that's yeah. so wild. And I, yeah. I thought they did a good job of, you know, with the camera angles, yeah. you know, making that a significant moment without saying it's significant. Yeah. I thought that was great. I didn't even notice it. It's and wild. I've, I've been a Halbrand as Sauron from the From start. the jump. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. So our, our one word impression sentence would be money, Halbrand mystery. Sounds like a mystery novel. Or <laughs> Halbrand mystery money. Or Halbrand money mystery. Halbrand's mystery money. Like yeah. <laughs> that sounds like, that sounds a, like a casino. <laughs> yeah. So no, Sauron just started a casino. That's how he will bring peace to Middle Earth. Make them all drunk on yeah. fighting uh, gambling. Not rings. Gambling, <laughs> gambling. institutions. Hey, those yes. quarter machines are addictive. They really are. They are. Do you remember the cruise ship? I, I do. How much money? How I, much I mean, th- I feel like collectively. I want to calculate it. I feel collectively it was probably like two hundred and fifty dollars. It was just kind of thrown away. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy, but it is what it is. Uh, let's let's go into like I want to hear your favorite parts. Like I already said, my favorite piece of this entire show has to be the big you know, Adar's plan. What was it? And it actually happening, you know? I love those moments where the bad guy wins because it's boring when it's always like, yes, the knights came in and murdered all the orcs and everything is saved and hurrah. They didn't. They took prisoners. Okay, sure. And then those prisoners (laughs) went and killed them. So maybe they'll learn from their So it all worked out. But, you know, that big reveal, them able to actually turn the Southlands into Mordor, very, very cool. My favorite part. But what do you guys have in terms of favorite parts? If you have any, you might not. I, I think for me, I really enjoyed all of the Harfoot stuff. Um, and I really, I think the reason that the Hobbits and Lord of the Rings and the Harfoots all work within the Lord of the Rings is because without them, you have this very, like, serious fantasy, right? Where it is very dark and it is very gritty uh, and it's kind of depressing in a lot of ways. So, like, episode six was a very, for me, a very imbalanced episode because you didn't have a lot of those lighter elements that help balance out Lord of the Rings or what I like about Lord of the Rings, right? And I really thought the Harfoot storyline had a lot of, like, that heart and that kind of, like, that touch that a lot of these Tolkien stories have with these, like, very innocent pure type of creatures um that are it's like a it's an escape in a lot of ways right because you have like 
the men, you know, who are just always going to make horrible, terrible decisions. And you're like, that's real life. Mm-hmm. But the Harfoots are like the fantasy. They are the escape from, they are kind of this pure creature that will always, you know, will do the right thing and are kind of like the good of the whole world. So I really enjoyed, I enjoyed that more than I even thought, it, I thought I would. Especially from, like, the first episode, I was like, oh, here are, like, these halfling creatures. We've kind of seen this before. And even though it did hit a lot of those familiar beats, I did really enjoy <laughs> – I did enjoy a lot of it. I did enjoy those scenes quite a bit. Nice. It's beautiful. It brings <laughs> tears to my eyes if I could cry. I mean, I, I agree, actually. I mean, I was shocked at how much I enjoyed or didn't mind. <laughs> no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, the Hartford stuff. Um, I think for me, my favorite part is, I think, in, and in the in a similar vein, is all the Elrond, Durin, stuff. Uh, I just really enjoyed every time Elrond was in the dwarven, the dwarven kingdom. Um, I thought it looked great. Their interactions were like awesome. Like elf and dwarf is classic. Uh, I I just enjoyed that stuff a lot. Yeah, that's why it's my favorite part. I will I will say one of my biggest criticisms for the show, which I did like, but I didn't like when there was an imbalance in the episodes when there was like, I like the episodes where they hit on all of the major storylines, mm. the episodes where there was no dwarven stuff or no Harfoot stuff or right. no you know none of this or that. I thought those episodes kind of lacked a little bit of balance. See, I I, I disagree. I I think the season did a good job with balancing everything because again there's multiple storylines with characters that don't know what the other characters are doing sure we know at some point everything is just going to kind of connect uh you know the biggest connection obviously was the southlands and then the um gladriel and the, and the numeroians all coming together and then sticking together so, and then eventually you know jumping and connecting with um uh, elrond and, and the high king and everything again uh, so the dwarves are doing their own thing right now Presumably with the Bell Rock, we know that the Hartfords have separated from uh, the Stranger and Nori. Nori, they're going to do their thing. I think it's done a good job of like keeping everything separate and then connecting when it needs to connect. And I think that makes like that's why like Episode Six stands out so much more because it was two stories coming together and like that was the big focus and then that was the big that's the big like turning point. Um, Obviously, the first turning point was in the first episode when the stranger lands because that him coming down, we see from everyone's perspective, sure. everyone sees this thing coming down. I think somebody even says, like, it's about to begin or it's, there's some change about to happen or whatever. Sure. So, yeah, I think I think it's doing good. I think it's interesting that you both enjoy the, <laughs> like, the good, happy aspect <laughs> of the show, and I'm just like, I like when the bad guys win. It's cool. <laughs> But don't get me wrong, I thoroughly enjoy a good, you know, bad guy setting up, winning to set up, you know, huge stakes down the road. You, you got to have it. So, What kind of stakes? Medium? Medium rare? I just think, rare. I just think Lord of the Rings, you know, it, it, it kind of goes back to like the whole force thing, right? The, the force is the balance of good and evil. And I think Lord of the Rings is always at its best when it balances good and evil. <laughs> you know, with its storylines and with everything that it's kind of talking about. When it goes too much to war, when it goes too much to the happy-go-lucky tales, you know, it's it's kind of thrown off a little bit. But when you kind of have that perfect mix and that perfect balance, uh, that's when I think it really sings. And it's like, this is Lord of the Rings. 
Lotor. Who here is slightly depressed that we now don't have Lord of the Rings next week? And, you know, potentially, you, you know, we, we know, unfortunately, that the first season took two years because of, you know, obviously circumstances with COVID-19 and the world pandemic. Uh, you know, it's possible that it may be another year, year and a half, two years before we get anything. I I feel pretty confident in saying that, what, 2023? Probably no Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. I mean, I think there's a chance. They've started filming at the top of October. So, I mean, depending on how long the editing process is, which is probably, I mean, based off this season lengthy. Yeah. Um. You know, it's unlikely. I. It's sad that we won't get it for a while, but I always err on the side of take as long as you need to make sure it's good. Just don't do the whole Attack on Titan thing where it's da, 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 this da, is the da. final <laughs> season, part one and two and, and three, three yeah. and four and seven. And and I just, was just gonna I was yeah. just gonna say Attack on Titan has really made me patient <laughs> uh, for things. So I don't mind because here's the thing, right? I don't mind having time go past. Because it gives you a chance to rewatch previous seasons when you get closer to like launch. So I think it's okay to forget and it's okay to have it leave your mind because then you're having that space when you get back into it. I think it's more enjoyable than having a constant because uh, what's a good example is uh, Voltron. Voltron was so fast. It came out like almost like less like months. Each season yep. came out like it felt like just months after previous seasons yeah. and you didn't have a chance to breathe and have some space to leave the world. And I think that space is important. I, I think the best example is the MCU. The, oh, yeah. The, the Marvel fatigue, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you, anticipation builds excitement. When yeah. it's just, when you're just going from one thing to the next, you don't have time to process it. You don't have time to miss it. Uh, you don't have time to really like breathe into the world a little bit, right? It's like with the MCU, you jumped from Doctor Strange to Miss Marvel, to Thor, to She-Hulk. There's just no break between any of this stuff, right? And even like she, you know, She-Hulk just ended. And then in a few weeks, we have Black Panther, right? So it's just like everything's going from one thing to one thing to one thing. And you keep entering this world over and over again. You would, I mean, if Rings of Power was just like weekly for 52 weeks out of the year oh and just kept coming out and out, you would... You forget things. You forget things. It, like you wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to like marinate with it, right? It's like a curry. Curry always tastes better the next day He's when not, it's that's, had time. That's a fact. When it's had time to sit and yeah. the flavors have had time to marinate. When I you mean, have when you have something that you watch and it has time to sit with you, it's better. Think of Lord. Of the, think of the Lord of the Rings movies themselves, right? Those things obviously were amazing when they came out. But, like, if you had done a Rings of Power show a year or two after it came out, would it have been as successful? Would it have been as exciting because you just had those movies? Maybe. Actually, probably. It's probably a bad example. <laughs> but, but, but like, you've had 20 years almost between oh movie God. release and TV <laughs> release. So you've had some time to kind of, like, build right. anticipation up. The Star Wars movies are, like, another example, too, right? With... With Solo being like six months after episode eight. Like it was just very quick when like Star Wars used to be like, we have to wait a lifetime. 20 years. Star Wars. A generation needs to go. And now it's like six months and you're like, wait, I just saw this one. Or, you know, I haven't had time to process this and there's another one out. So you got to build those user habits is what I'm saying. (laughs) You were going to say something? Uh, Oh, yeah. um, 
the saying absence makes the heart grow fonder is real and that exists for a reason. So breaks are good. Wait, I'm sorry, Chris, are you trying to tell us that you miss us? No. <laughs> He's trying to say that he left. Uh, we haven't had we haven't had enough absence. So we, wait, we absence the drink or <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I haven't had enough absence. We haven't That's had what they meant, right, in that saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Absinthe <laughs> makes the heart grow faster. I love that. It also actually. melts the brain Make, a little bit. Be, that needs to be our first was a good t-shirt. That would be amazing. That would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So let's, you know, getting back into like the nitty-gritties of the finale and the season as a whole. Uh, I think we all kind of stand that Isildur is most likely not dead. I mean, why <laughs> also like the other reason that I think he's not dead, even though they didn't say anything or whatever. They still show the flashback of him, like, being crushed. Right. And to me, if the character was truly, truly gone, why, like, why show it again? I, think I mean, we've all, but we've always heard the old TV adage of, if you don't see the body, yeah, you're probably not dead. Probably still Just around. Just, like, nine out of ten times pretty yeah. true. Right. So, it would be an interesting choice if they killed Isilidor and... The legend of Isildur was fake and actually done by someone else, or it was like actually the father. his sister. That would yeah, be. Well, his father dies right. right before. But maybe that's all a lie. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, to, to the point that I made earlier, like we are talking Amazon's Rings of Power. We know that they've made big changes from what you've seen in the book sure. to what we have on the show, and that's fine. I don't think it's done a disservice to the show. I think it's great. So again, they could change that. There's yeah. nothing to say that because. You know, we were told Isildur, a man did it. Yeah, I feel like Amazon is also playing with the, you've seen the movies yeah, type of audience more. Like, that's the audience it feels like they're catering catering towards, right? So, I think, like, killing off Isildur and then not having him appear in these last two episodes generate this type of discussion. And maybe to my mystery box element, that's the mystery box element of season two, right? Where is Isildur, or like what is happening with Isildur, or you know, with that whole character and arc? Um, maybe that's the that's the setup for season two. So season two is going to be us pointing at the screen, and be like, "That's Isildur." Yep, that's Isildur. No. <laughs> Which <laughs> one I is am Isildur? <laughs> I am Isildur. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine the fan reaction though if his sister became the one who killed Sauron? Oh boy! I, oh. Honestly, I, people I, suck. I think that would be great. I think that'd be really cool. Like the fact that she, you know, is taking vengeance on her brother and you know going after the big bad. I think that's cool. But if I had to guess, her going and touching the orb that shows you past, present, future, up, down, timey, whiny, wibbly, wobbly. I would imagine the orb is going to tell her where her brother is, and a season two is going to be her quest to Middle Earth to find him. That would be my big Ooh, guess. Interesting. Would you call that a main quest or a side quest? Side quest. <laughs> Celador is still side quest person right now. He's uh, over there for the time being. So she's I mean, side quests are optional. This is not a Celador is. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Juno. I was just saying side quests are optional, and I feel like saving Yasilidor would not be optional. He saves himself. Well, again, to the to the to what we're being presented and sure. in terms of what the stakes are right now, just because we know or we are told that Isildur cuts off Sauron's hands, to the characters in this world and to the present, that's not important. Right. So that's true. But but if you keep that in mind, though, Isildur is sort of like you got to think the fulcrum for this whole thing because. He not only cuts off Sauron's hand, he goes into battle with Elrond. 
So we know him and Elrond are going to have some kind of relationship. Friends right? forever? Um, <laughs> it's implied that it's friendship. Uh, second, after he cuts off Sauron's hand, he takes the ring and is pretty easily corrupted, which makes you think perhaps he and Halbrand slash Sauron are going to have more to do with each other. Maybe, maybe part of that corruption comes from the fact that he is swayed by Halbrand you know, before that ever happens. You also have to remember, so, no, 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 no. he's we're, we're, in Mordor right now. Right. So if he's, he's alive, exactly. he's probably going to be captured by Adar and his men and potentially enslaved, right? So, oh. like, there is some... That that could do something to someone, especially we know how Brand, as Christian said, is heading towards Mordor. So there right. is probably more Isildur, Halbrand slash Sauron coming up. Isildur was an orc. I still, <laughs> I, I still think that I was going to go back to his sister and that orb, and I would argue the sister will see where the brother is, but it will also see the greatness and leading of his people that Isildur can become. And that through his sister is probably potentially is where, yes, I got this ring. Yes, I need to lead my people. I need to be a great king. This is how I do it. And that's potentially where that corruption can come from. When do we, when sorry, do we think this is, this oh, is sorry. the ignorance of not knowing the books and the appendices. But do we know if like Isildur is the first king of Gondor? He is not. Because he dies shortly after getting the ring. So his father sets up a kingdom, then he and his brother set up a kingdom to the south, and then those he, his father becomes high king. His father doesn't die until the end of the Second Age, where he picks up his sword and kills Sauron. So the interesting thing, I think, about the show is, how do you keep suspense about these characters that you know the fate Where of? they end up. Right. Well, but again, well, but again, like us who but again, don't know that. But again, but again, but again, but again. Yeah, it's, it's the show. Amazon's show. They can do like. Yeah. I and here's the other beautiful thing too is like I don't think people actually you know what maybe people will but I I, I strongly I don't think people will riot if they kind of change some of those I details. I think you're wrong. Oh, I think you're so, so wrong. wrong about I mean, that. If they do, people though, are already complaining about like the small creative things they've added f- just from the appendices, which are just notes, right? Like, right. it's never mentioned that Isildur had a sister. People are like, why do we need this female character? Or the origin <laughs> of Mithril. Yeah, like, not, they're like, why do we, right, yeah, like, why do we need happened. this? You know, and so it's just like, it's a creative interpretation sure. off an appendice. If they now go and change the actual book. <laughs> the actual book. <laughs> yeah, the entire you, series. You, you will have people that will, will, be will, will literally so scream what I, into what the What I understand, though, and this comes down to a legal thing. Amazon slash Jeff Bezos spoke with the Tolkien estate to get the rights just for the appendices and some other rim materials, just not the, the actual Lord of the Rings. Books. The books. Sure. And why that is important is because... If they don't have the rights for the book and what happens there, then they don't ever have to explain the books, right? So, like, what I'm trying to get at is, like, if in the movies and the books, Isildur cuts off Sauron's hand, there's nothing to say that what we see here has to lead to that logically. Again, I think Amazon is really playing with the show of you've seen the movies, you know what's coming. I think that's how they've molded this show. So to me, it would be really strange if they're like, oh, yeah, just kidding. Everything you've ever known about Lord of the Rings, it never happened. (laughs) Bullshit. 
This is the yeah, like hey, Nor is the one who cuts off the <laughs> yeah, you know, break it on. Yeah, because you know, but I think I think that that they want this show to lead into that essentially. They want they don't want to get uh, everyone so pissed off yeah. they cancel. Amazon and if you Prime. remember my bold prediction from the premiere, yeah, and that it will lead right into their remakes of Lord of the Rings because they're like we'll give ourselves five seasons to get the full rights to the books. I mean, <laughs> I mean, all they have to do is like they to, basically they just have to go to the Tolkien saying, "Like, look, we are making you so much fucking money. Give us the right." I mean, to look, look at this from a business money. standpoint, right? Yeah. If we can prove that we can do this with this, this will then lead into these big things that will yeah. make us even more money, yep. right? So that's kind of what this potentially is for Amazon. Obviously, it's like their big. This is their biggest thing they've ever done and made, and they've kind of put all their eggs into this basket. But it's also secondarily like do you think they're organic eggs uh, uh yeah yeah probably. is this the biggest thing ever made yes Exp- i mean price wise price wise yes. yes from like a, wow from a like and money well yeah yeah from like a money but in terms of like um people on camera no i think that was like that's still some sh- like show or oh movie. Uh, i am spartacus maybe i think that might be the largest like production in terms of physical human beings involved both behind and on yeah. camera. Yeah. So. This, there's, this Top show, that and I'll be This impressed. show certainly has the biggest marketing push ever for a show. I mm-hmm. mean, it was on packaging for, for Amazon still packages. still on packaging. Yeah. It was Put it this way. Put every, this way. Jeff, every Jeff, Jeff Bezos spent $100 billion to get Thursday Night Football just to advertise. Yeah. Because the games have been so bad, the only reason to buy it is to advertise for Rings of I don't know if Yeah, I don't know if any of you have watched a Thursday Night Football game on Amazon Prime, but it is... It is all rings of power ads yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Because uh. the, the, and the games are so bad. It's like they knew they were bad. And so the only reason to get it is just to push. To push that. Power. Yeah, for sure. Hey, that's business, great. bro. That's business. I'm Jeff yeah. Bezos. I'm Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos. And I approve yeah. this. Wait, what message. season do we think we're going to get the Bezos cameo? <laughs> we oh already God. did. He's all brand. He's in it. <laughs> well, I like the idea that he spent so much on Rings of Power that it's economical to buy Thursday night football so that he can <laughs> advertise for it. He's apparently a big uh, Tolkien nerd. Tolkien nut. Yeah, like he's a big like that's his like favorite thing. The Does only it? Tolkien like nerd that I appreciate is Stephen Colbert because he never mm. is insulting when you're talking to him about it and, like, you don't know something, sure. he doesn't put you down. Every other, like, Tolkien person I've ever come across, they're always like, yeah, you're an idiot. Actually, <laughs> actually. <laughs> yeah, they actually. Yeah, they actually. Or, or like, your reading comprehension skills are bad. I know they're bad. <laughs> I think you got some issues to unpack there. Let's go back Hell and revisit brand. some bold predictions. <laughs> So our junior already said earlier his big bro prediction for Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. I'm more convinced than ever. The show will be <laughs> leaded to a Lord of the Rings movie remake. Unfortunately, this could take decades. Literally. I don't know about you guys. I think it's confirmed. What? Moving on. <laughs> How is it confirmed? Moving on. Uh, Christian's was season one will feature all five wizards. We got We got like a second wizard, well, magical being that died. That's not a wizard. Yeah, I know. So I'm just trying to help him out. Krishna loses all points. No points to Gryffindor. Technically, Sauron is a wizard. Not really. He's more of a man on a mission. I mean, if Hagrid, <laughs> if Hagrid saw him, he'd say, "What a wizard, Sauron." He, he and Gandalf <laughs> are both wizards. How brand? <laughs> You're always how ran. And then mine, I made two because I'm an overachiever. One was quality of the show will dip at the mid season. I'm very thankful that. 
That did not happen. Because remember, I made that because I said if I put this out into the world, it won't happen. It won't happen, and I was right. So, oh, you took thousand points. even though it was already determined, thousand points for me. And then my other one was Theo will become the mouth of Sauron. So I guess I lose points for that. Ongoing. That's an ongoing one. It sure, could still happen. It's sure. not the old dude. No, Theo was Theo the kid. Was the kid. No, I know, but the old dude looks like he's going to be the mouth Sauron. of Sauron. Could be too. I mean, he's uh, Adar's like fifth yeah, right he's, now. He's team yeah, Adar, but we right? know he Adar was a Sauron. Like He's like, you are Lord Sauron, aren't you? I'll serve you instead. I'll serve Did you. Do you guys like how he said power? He's like, the power. <laughs> was he French? But that's how he said it. That's how he says it to Theo. <laughs> I mean, he's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that, it's great. That guy's crazy. He's, he's a great guy. Looking ahead, though, for season he's two, whenever it drops, what predictions do you guys have? Remember, bold. And remember, we haven't read the books, so Ooh, we can do whatever well, the hell we want. Rings. That's the bold prediction. <laughs> Seven uh, of them. <laughs> Seven for the dwarves, nine for the humans. And I one to rule them all. I think season two is going to be setting up the future relationships that we know are important in Lord of the Rings. So I think... Gandalf meets Saruman. I oh. think Elrond meets um, Isildur. And uh, yeah, those, those, those are my, that's my big bold prediction that Sar- Gandalf will meet Saruman and uh, Isildur will meet Elrond. Do you think <laughs> that that's Gandalf or Sauron? No, it's Saruman. Saruman. That's Gan- yeah, I think I it's Gandalf. Like, he has some, like, the lines that they use specifically in that finale are, they're too Gandalf esque i think to be saruman because i thought that too i was like it would be pretty sweet if this is saruman or radagast and we're gonna see him uh you know but to me the the look of gandalf and some of his lines in that finale that just the two gandalf and his relationship with anyone but Gandalf. his relationship with the harfoots too are just too like it's yeah it just makes so much sense to, to so be Gandalf obvious. without actually naming naming but Gandalf. You know, but you know what's interesting? Yeah. There's like Sauron, Gandalf and Saruman spend a lot of time together, and presumably, presumably, yeah. I mean, it, like you well, said, Amazon could do whatever they right, want. Right, right. But that, that's why I'm wondering. Like maybe it's too obvious that the stranger is Gandalf. Maybe it is a Saruman. And at I mean, some point, be. he dies. I don't his think hair the white. mysteries are supposed or to Radagast. not be obvious, though. Like, I don't think they're trying to. Yeah. Like, even with with Halbrand, like it was obvious, but I don't think they were trying to really hide it either. Like, That's it, true. It was a they mystery. just weren't saying it. Right, they weren't saying it because everything that happens, you do question those things when they happen. Oh, this guy left all these people to die. Oh, this guy like said all these things at the right time to push these characters to doing this thing, right? So it made a lot of sense. The same thing with, with I'm just gonna call him Gandalf. He's Gandalf with Gandalf, the stranger. Right. He, he everything he does is what we know of Gandalf, except for killing. So this things. is my bold prediction then for season two. Oh boy, I'm just gonna say the stranger is not going to be Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think the stranger is related to Gandalf. I think the stranger is a stranger. So you're saying he's not an Ishtar, which he was he's already no, called. He's a nobody. Which is one of the five. Sure, sure, sure. He's too. an Ishtar. But, so he's related again. But he's he's <laughs> the stranger wizard. So you're saying he's one of the two unnamed wizards. Sure. Or he's a sixth one. Again, Amazon can do whatever the fuck they want. Like we don't have to like look at this and confine in terms of 
Lord. what we see in terms of Lord right. of the Rings True. or with the books. And that's why I'm not saying he's Saruman. I'm saying I'm saying he's Gandalf because I don't know. I don't think whatever he's going to go and do can be a whole new thing that isn't necessarily going to change what happens to Lord of the Rings. It could be very much like. Remember in Lord of the Rings, Gandalf runs to some tower and sees some paper that talks about the One Ring? Sure. Maybe this is the guy that ends up writing that piece of paper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it could be something as sim- simple as that. Like Maybe it's Star Gandalf's Wars. Star Wars did it, right, with like Rogue One, <laughs> where they take a simple line sure. in the crawl and they made an entire movie and now a whole series. Yeah. It could be very much like this character is part of just one piece of paper or one line that's mentioned somewhere. Sure. He's yeah. actually hobbit size, and the Harfoots are even smaller than hobbits. <laughs> well, he's the first hobbit. They're this. They're like literally. This I mean, point. I did have this weird theory, and it was kind of disproven within the first episode. But I'm still wondering. Maybe, maybe it works. Is that what we see with the stranger and the Hartfords are actually is actually not the same time period as the rest of the show? Sure. We're doing like a weird time oh. thing. And even though we saw the meteor at the same time, meteors fall all the time. Nothing is to say it's the same one. But again, there's been no other evidence in this season, so it doesn't really make yeah, sense. Yeah, I think they also referenced the Mordor stuff, the 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 sky, the, the sky, because some of that that affected Ash. the land, yep. you know, yeah. that they kind of settled into. Then Gandalf revived it. It's My not bold prediction Gandalf. is you're wrong. No, you're <laughs> you're a major bold prediction. I, I ju- to rewind a little bit to Krishna's point, I do like his point of as as uh, as Gandalf and Nori are going to the land that they could run into some of these other other wizards, right? Because presumably, you know, the Ishtar, the other Ishtar would also potentially want to go there as well to learn more information. If maybe they all dropped at the sky at once, right? Just because we saw the one star and we saw one stranger doesn't mean it wasn't like all of them at the same time that actually dropped. Yeah. And maybe and maybe when we saw the meteors from the different perspectives, they're all different ones. Oh, interesting. Well in the third age they send three at once. Gandalf, sorry. True, but again, again, we're yeah, not we're not basing. But that's third age. Yeah, that's a ways yeah. away. So this is this could be one of the blue wizards or or whatever. By the way, it's Istari. Istari. Ishtar. Ishtar is a movie. Yeah. Isn't Ishtar oh. something to do with Stargate as well? Probably. Junior, did you have a bold prediction? I, I forgot. I, well, yeah, my bold prediction was wrong. But okay, my that's real bold. Th- prediction. Oh, we can't do that. My real, real bold prediction. Stranger goes bald. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger dyes his hair white. <laughs> My bold prediction for season two is that he killed Krishna here. <laughs> he's like literally like he can't even see <laughs> a straight face. He's laughing. Spit it out, man. <laughs> you don't have it. You're like you're you're just trying to come up with it as you were sitting no, here. No, of course I have it. Oh I don't my know god. what you're talking about. Oh my god. Spit it out then. Okay, my bold prediction for season two. Is that <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? That's my face. No, it's not. You're like, yes. what is it? I'm waiting for you. You're waiting for that. something profound. Yes. See, it's I've had some really good bowl predictions recently, and I feel like this one's just not going to be as good because it's just that, you know, we're going to see more rings made in season. Oh two. fuck off! <laughs> That's not bold. That's I know. Not bold at all. I, just, I don't. I don't actually have a good one. I just. I was thinking about this a lot. Like I don't have a good. Bold prediction. Can I give you one then? Sure, go ahead. Here, give me, give me do bold. something. Here, I'll give you. I'll set it up this way. <laughs> We're gonna workshop a bold. We're gonna workshop a bold prediction here. Let's do it something around the Bell Rock. 
But see, I, I, I think that was, again, I don't think that's actually going to come into play in this show. Bold prediction. We never see it again. I, mean, that, I guess that's my bold prediction. We never see the Balrog again. I mean, that kind of works. All right. That's my, that's my bold prediction. All right, we never see the Balrog again. Just that one fart shot. <laughs> he really hates fucking leaves. You threw a leaf down here, you assholes. I mean, Looks it's like, like littering. <laughs> the, the littering is home. I, I'd be pissed. How dare they? That's how he escapes. He saw the leaf and he's like, looks like it's time to make like a tree. <laughs> he's been burned. He's been from biff. Back to the Future. Yeah. I do like there's also reference to um what are the what street birds people called? The uh ants. The ants. There's a, there's a reference to that where well, you see an ant in episode 1. Do we? So when the meteors are going, you see oh, the tree. Oh, that's right. We see yeah, we yeah. see some. Yep. Yeah, okay. Anyway, hopefully we'll Ooh, see Oh, that's my next bold prediction. <laughs> the Ents will be a pivotal pivotal characters in season two. Will we learn where the Ent wives went? Ooh. That Not is the biggest three. mystery of That's Lord season three. <laughs> All right, Shunas already made a season three <laughs> prediction. I think it's actually pretty bold that Arjuna thinks there'll be a season three. Oh. There's a five-season plan for Amazon this. goes bankrupt. <laughs> that is actually, well, no. That'd be shocking. That's not going to happen. If they increase spending. Hey, we thought that about Facebook, and then they had their whole meta conference recently. They're still around. And they spent $15 billion last year on the metaverse. Can anyone tell me what that is? No. Isn't it like a, a waste space? of money? There you go. There you go. Virtual reality? I, I just feel like it's not for my age group anymore. I'm aged out of that. Probably. Guys, it's that time. We're going to ask two questions. We're going to ask the season one finale of Rings of Power if it was good and if the season overall. Oh, I thought we were going to ask what you're going to have for lunch. Uh, I thought I figured we could order. Uh, Krishna, was Rings <laughs> of Power season one good? And was Rings of Power the finale for season one good? What yeah, they were both great. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Uh, I thought the finale dragged a little bit at the end there um it seemed like the goodbye <laughs> between nori and her people were trying to mirror like return of the king and to me you got to earn that long goodbye christian that's lord of the rings dna to drag out <laughs> no, every no, no. goodbye you do that do that and <laughs> do that at the end of the last season if we're gonna get these 45 minute goodbyes in every season that, that wasn't 45 minutes Krisha, did you Save see for the, the Fellowship for of the, the Ring? Krisha, it's because she's going to die, obviously. Oh. Gosh. Wow. She's well, not going okay. back. If she dies in season two, episode one, then fine. It's not going to well be episode done. one. She's going to die in the finale of season two. She's going to die in Gandalf's hands. And he's oh, going to have to Jesus. return, and he's going to settle them down, and they're going to become hobbits. How is she going to die if she's going to be the one who cuts off Sauron's hand? <laughs> she, she can't die. Uh, anyway, but no, it was it was great. Um, I, I I really enjoyed the stuff with Keller Brimbor making the ring and uh, Halbrand revealing himself to Sauron. I thought that was awesome. Um, so Arjuna, let me ask you. Was Rings of Power season one and was Rings of Power the fin- season one finale good? Uh, can you say it like the the old guy does? I've already forgotten his name. Uh, he says Pawea. Pawea. <laughs> I don't think he says Pawea. He does. Go back and watch it. Pawea. Uh, Which guy? The, the, the old guy. Uh, that the old guy that helps Adar. Um, who's part of the Southlands time. Ta- oh, ta- yeah. Tony or something. The assistant to the regional uh, manager. <laughs> the assistant yeah, to the mouth. I, I, I can, it's, like, it's right there on the tip of my tongue. But I can't Tony. Remember. But to answer Krishna's question, yes. Uh, the season one finale was good, uh, and the season as a whole was good. I really enjoyed it from beginning to end. Uh, 
it's just something that's different than I think anything else that's that's out there right now. And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much, right? I think obviously there's the comparisons with House of the Dragon, and even though they are both fantasy, they're both like different. And I, I really like that. I really enjoyed that, and I really enjoyed that one wasn't trying to be the other, right? Like you have the very like House of the Dragon is a very modern day fantasy, and Rings of Power is a very quote unquote original fantasy, right? Uh, and I enjoyed Classic. it. And I enjoyed it, and I thought it was really fun, and I can't wait for more, whenever that is. I'm going to – this has really made me want to rewatch Lord of the Rings. I think uh, if you guys are down for the for the holidays, we should we should bring back the tradition and watch the watch the extended cuts. Well, um, I can't. I usually keep my holidays for Star Wars because I'm a masochist. All right, Ooh. so Lord of the Rings it is this year. No, because then I'll feel good about things. <laughs> I don't like feeling good during the holidays. Ravi. Hello. Was Lord of the Rings, colon, Rings of Power, season one, episode eight, and season one as a whole, good? After this discussion with the both of you and my heart going back and forth on the matter, I would like to say that, Going yes, they were good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did you waver? Like, was there any difference? No, it was definitely good. I think that the, the biggest thing, because I was just like sitting here remembering before the show even aired, I was not paying any real attention to any of the uh, marketing or the pressers or any of the interviews. Like, I just didn't care. Like, just did not care at all. And the fact that this show is definitely like top five favorite shows of 2022 Probably the last couple of years, honestly. Wow. Uh, it is something I could easily just throw an episode on and just be like, I want some, you know, mythical power, power <laughs> stuff. Uh, you know, I really want to see my, my good guy, Sauron, get what he needs to help his people. Spoiler alert. He loses. Shut up. You're so <laughs> negative. I'm just <laughs> telling you what happened. You're such a negative person. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it was great. And, again, like – it's nice when we get these surprises where it's like this thing is so well done, so good. And like, you know, money well spent, thankfully. We've you seen know. the money not well spent before. Well, yeah. yeah. Waldrick. We have. We definitely there have. we go. Power. Waldrick. <laughs> Waldrick. Is Can that going to be your Halloween, your ca- Halloween costume this year? Shit, you just have to like get some ripped clothes up. Hey, be really sweaty. Waldrick is going to be in season two. Is he? He should be top of the, like top of the call sheet. <laughs> the actor who plays Waldrick. Let's see if we like can try and get first, it. The first we, credit. Do you want us to try and get him, and you can do an interview with yes. him for the pod? If we, I mean, yeah. If you, if uh, actor who plays Waldrick, wow, I'm horrible. I don't even know his name. Uh, please come on to this podcast. Well, no, we're not going to do it. Like, we'll, <laughs> Jeff, we have Jeff Morrell. Jeff Morrell. We have Morrell. ways You're of going my about hero. it. Yeah. Is he? Is that character like to Christian? Like the comparison is like Christian's like love of click clack. Is that you, no. is that your no? I would say I, I mean he's terrible. Like he's a he's a bad person. Oh, but, he's the worst. But I, I do like the actor. I like the performance. The performance is is really fun. Okay, all right. Like if I was uh, if I was an actor and I got to choose the role, that's the role I would choose. Wow, <laughs> you wouldn't want to be Adar, Sauron, or no? But that's too intimidating. For oh, me. I want to be Orc number three. Yeah, I want to. I want. I would want to be Waldrick because I get some good lines in there. I don't have yeah, to carry nice. the load. And it's just like, you could just have a lot of fun with it. Share the load. <laughs> wow. <laughs> On time with each other. Uh, yeah. Being the lead is hard. Well, with that weird um, 
revelation from Arjuna that he doesn't want to be the lead. Uh, that's going to do it for us here on Was It Good. Thank you for watching, tuning in, listening. As ours, you can find our podcast on wasitgood.com. Nope. Yeah, was it good? <laughs> was it good dot info uh, or on youtube.com slash yeah, youtube.com slash was it good on Twitter at was it good on Instagram and TikTok at was good pod. Our next pod is going to be on She Hulk, the season one season, the whole season, season one season, the season one season uh, that will be coming out shortly. So definitely follow along for that drop. Goodbye. Bye bye.